All right, guys, welcome back to the Run It Back podcast. I am your host, Joy, alongside with me, as always, is Wes. How was your weekend, Wes? Uh, my weekend was uh, exemplified by kicking one of my tires mm. the same way. I'm just kicking. I'm just kidding. I didn't really kick any tires, but uh, a particular driver kicking his uh, left rear tire is the same way I felt about my weekend. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a great, great analysis, uh, Wes. Like pretty much the great summarize. Uh, yeah, pretty much summarize the entire weekend for a lot of F1 teams slash drivers. But uh, yeah, so let's get right into it, right? So unfortunately, we're going to have to cover it with qualifying, right? It's kind of like the boring, boring section of the, the race weekend. But I actually quite enjoyed it because there was a lot of surprises. Um, give me yours, Wes. Your surprises, your best surprise, and your worst surprise, pretty much. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was only able to watch Q3 because one... My watch ESPN, for whatever reason, didn't want to work. <laughs> and two, I had a meeting uh, for one of my uh, jobs that went for three hours long and kind of uh, overlapped with the whole qualifying session. Yeah. But surprises, I'm going to say Hamilton because he willed that Mercedes after a bad weekend and his teammate boat ass was nowhere to be found. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, for me, I think... The biggest surprise was Charles Leclerc. Um, I just, I mean, yeah, like two in a know, row, technically. Yeah, yeah, two in a row. I mean, these Ferraris, man, like they, it looked like they had a lot of pace, like just in testing or the first couple races, um, maybe even Monaco. But yeah, they they surprised me. I, I didn't even know. I didn't. Yeah, it, it caught me off guard how fast they are. And then you know, Charles took pole, and. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the session had to be red flagged, but this was uh, one of those cases where it didn't seem like anyone can beat his time. So that was that was very interesting. And so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of Charles Leclerc. Uh, yeah. You know, because, I mean, we kind of knew that he was carrying that team. Yeah. Even whether the other driver was Carlos Sainz or Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, you know it, he was carrying that team, and that was his 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 team. It's his time, no matter what. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know Verstappen was going to be there, uh, and of course with Hamilton having bad practice sessions to get it to P two. Yeah. Um. Obviously, that was good, but uh, yeah, no, I, I like that. Yeah, a special shout out to Pierre Gasly who qualified fourth, did an amazing qualifying as well. Hmm. And uh, all right, Wes, who was your worst? I know you didn't watch uh, Q1, Q2, but um, just, you know, coming out, looking at the, the timing sheets, who was the one that surprised you the most that you were expecting to make it, maybe? Uh, I mean, if you're going to put it based off of time, I'm probably going to say Lando. Okay, yeah. But if you're going to put it on what I was able to see, I'm going to blame Sonoda again. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, Lando, um, you know, he, yes, he did qualify on six, but he did have that penalty, so he he got sent back to ninth. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it seems as though I would say generally that the McLarens looked like they they were gonna go fast into the weekend, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, they this is one of those weeks that they struggled, right. 
And I'm all. trying to the point I'm trying to make is that World Gasly was supposed to be one of those orange guys was supposed to be there. Yeah. Or at least that's what I would want, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, for me, um, I think it's a uh, Bottas uh, P10. Um, of course, yeah, you could argue that Mercedes kind of left them out there without any, um, without any, what is it called? When I, without any slipstream uh, in front of him. He was pretty much the guy that's been leading throughout the entire um, Q3 session. So he didn't have a toe at all. But, I mean, I mean, come on. Like, uh, you know, because, I mean, with all intents and purposes, right? Like, he should be up there fighting Sergio Perez. Now, granted, Sergio Perez started sixth, actually, uh, in the race, but... He went on to win the race, and then Bottas was nowhere to be seen. And they're relatively close, you know, in the grid. So, yeah, it's quite painful. Um, but we're going to talk more about Mercedes later on. Right now, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about the race. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Runner Back Podcast. We are gonna go over the race um so yeah <laughs> i don't know why i said that all weird but uh yeah uh so what an incredible incredible race uh this this happened to be um there was a lot of turns a lot of not turns you know but there was a lot of um ups and downs uh for many drivers but um generally i was entertained throughout the entire race um i know baku like I mean, I predicted that Baku was going to be interesting and it was going to be, it was going to be awesome just to watch these drivers, um, kind of, you know, make their rounds. I, I just, I just know that something's bad going to happen. It, there's always seemed to be something that goes on in Baku. Um, you could make pretty much bets whether, you know, how many safety cars are there going to be, because usually there are going to be a safety car. There is going to be a safety car in Baku. And so, yeah, what's your general reaction to the race, Wes? Laps 1 through 40, great. Laps 41 through 51, suck dick. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm being a sore loser again. And yes, I flipped it off after lap 50. I love after that. A particular, after a particular car went into the runoff area. <laughs> um, uh, did you see that, uh, that reaction from Toto Wolf? Where he was just overfilled with joy at one at one second, and the next, the very next second, he just yes, I did ah. see that because that was exactly me. Because I know nobody beats Lewis off the start at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it, he, he I, don't, I don't think Perez, Perez is. I don't think Perez is the best starter out there anyway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the car didn't want to turn. I was like, no, and yeah. that's it. I flipped it off. And at that point, as I was walking away, I was hoping Vettel would take over. But at the same time, I look at my uh, watch and I realize, ah, no, Perez took it. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, a, a little bit more on that later. But, um, yeah, uh, like, like you said, Wes, uh, Hamilton got the jump on Perez. And Perez had to cover him real quickly. Um, and, you know, unfortunately... Um, Mercedes have this button called the magic brakes or yeah, the magic, yeah, the magic brakes where yeah, it allows the drivers to heat up the tires. That's why his brakes were smoking, um, towards the, 
the lining up of the grid. Uh, and so he wanted to have like, you know, tires that are overheated, of course, like anyone else in the formation lap when the race restarted. But unfortunately, he forgot to turn them off or he accidentally pressed the button again. And uh, into turn one, he just didn't have any brakes, pretty much. Uh, all of it was front end. That's why he locked up. Uh, well, at least this this is what the explanation that uh, Mercedes have uh, have given out. And so, yeah. Uh, and so pretty much that that consequently gave um, Sergio Perez the win. Huge for Red Bull. Uh, number two, we got Sebastian Vettel. And number three, we got Pierre Gasly. So we got something out of it. We got a purely unique podium that I would have never thought coming into this weekend and then Charles Leclerc was fourth who, the guy who pretty much um started on pole and um but yeah yeah it, it, what, what a crazy race uh Wes um like you said so <laughs> so uh Wes is shaking his head by the way guys uh that's why I'm kind of laughing but uh yeah I, I just love this race um this is it, it was very interesting um and it started it all started off when lance stroll right he started on the hard tires through uh in the beginning of the race and then i forgot what it lap 30 lap 40 his um his tires blew up his tires gave up and first and i knew i knew that one of the top three um runners at that time who was verstappen um sergio and and lewis i knew that one of them was going to suffer the same fate because they were actually running a longer stint than than stroll and so it was only a matter of time unfortunately it happened to max the leader of the race and so uh yeah i mean yeah incredible scenes incredible scenes but uh yeah any any reactions wes yeah no i mean for when I saw Stroll uh, lose it, I was like, oh my gosh, that is quite weird because, you know, he was just running along. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, uh, later in that race with uh, Max, of course, uh, it was kind of like one of those, uh, I don't know for any listeners that are outside of the United States, but for those that are in the United States, it was, it was like those Buffalo Wild Wings commercials. So I was just like, what if something happened? to step and i was thinking to myself and then all of a sudden you hear oh and then i go oh because verstappen is in the wall yeah and i'm like what 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 happened and then you know it then the replay showed that one of his tires gave out and then that's when i that's that's when i realized i was like you know what pirelli sucks yes i said it <laughs> Pirelli sucks, uh, well, yeah. you know, and, and an inexplicably expensive tire, you know, and it becomes damn near, damn near useless once it has any kind of injury. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, I don't know, to make it all uh, Italian. It's like a Gucci bag. If there's a slight defect on it, all of a sudden it's like nothing. Everything's fall apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, Wes, you're, you're not the only one that shares that opinion of Pirelli, I think, you know. I'm pretty sure Red Bull has really strong opinions about Pirelli at the very moment. Tire war. <laughs> Tire war. Yeah, I, I Bring mean... Bring back Goodyear. 
bring back Michelin. Yeah, yeah. Bring right. back Bridgestone. Tie your war. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd love to have uh, more um, tire constructors uh, in Formula One. Uh, it seems at the moment, you know, Pirelli have gotten their hands full, um, especially when it comes to Aston Martin, who was actually running pretty, pretty decently. They could have gotten a lot of points. And then, of course, Red Bull. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, so far, tires, um, tires and, and F1 haven't been uh, that much of a problem. Not like back in 2017 when um, pretty much it would blister. The, the tires would just blister and teams were having a hard time kind of, you know, uh, figuring out the tires. I think Carlos Sainz. Uh, was one of those guys who kind of struggled with the tires, but yeah, um, quite quite a strange strange uh, problem that uh, Pirelli have. Um, I'm excited to see. I'm eager to see uh, what the teams will do um, forwards in the next couple races. But uh, yeah, uh, let's move on to um, Sebastian Vettel's resurgence. So um, he scored pretty big points that pretty much he's outscoring Lance Stroll at, at the moment and this was coming off of the two good weekends whereas one is Azerbaijan and the other one was two weeks ago in Monaco Grand Prix it looks like Sebastian Vettel has kind of started to find his rhythm in the car and yeah right now he's just kind of running by himself in that midfield uh, at the very moment but yeah any thoughts, Wes, on Sebastian Vettel? I don't know if I want to call it a resurgence. Ooh. Okay. Especially for a team that's been pretty underwhelming. Yeah. This season. I mean, granted, it's a it's a light of hope, right? Yeah. But obviously we need a little bit more than just two good performances just to say, hey, he's back. Yeah. Okay. Now I mean, granted, he if he, he should he perform like that the rest of the season, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. But I don't think just I don't think off of two races, especially in two very technical tracks, that should warrant that should warrant a quote unquote like hard resurgence, soft resurgence maybe. But mm. but I mean, granted, I'm, I'm I'm gonna give credit where it's due. I mean, he did great. Yeah. He did good. It was yeah. it was good to see him up there again. Uh, see him have that taste of glory, bring home uh, some hardware. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's really all I got. You know, that was, uh, just this, the light of hope, uh, yeah. for a struggling team and especially a team that only had one car left in the race. So, you yeah. know, no, it's, I... and it's, it's a big name. So of course, uh, doesn't matter whether you're a Hamilton fan or Alonzo fan, Ricardo fan, yeah. Verstappen fan, doesn't matter who you support. It's, it's, it's good to see Sebastian Vettel do good, especially at this part of his career. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, and that was kind of like the the point I was kind of hitting hitting on. And it was um, it was that you know, uh, Sebastian Vettel. I mean, he he seems to be very popular among uh, the fans, and so I guess his success is you know it, it'll definitely pique more interest in um in fans. And so, um, you know, it was. I'm not gonna lie. Although you know, Sebastian was in the red team. Uh, last year and he looked miserable I kind of hated uh, seeing him miserable and so now that he's happy um, I'm glad that he found the team that works for him and so yeah 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Welcome back, Seb. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's move on, Wes. This is, uh, this is a tough topic to kind of cover here in the show. But, so the, the topic, um, I, I, like, sorry. Um, I pretty much titled this topic, Does This Signal the End for Mercedes? Now, hear me out. There, there's only one reason why um, I titled this topic um, the way that I titled it. Um, and that's because um, I've been watching Mercedes since 2014. So that was um, a championship won by Mercedes by massive landslide. It was just pretty much um, Lewis and Nico that, that was sharing ones and twos, um, whichever... Um, pretty much order it became um mostly it was lewis at that year uh and so lewis became the world champion uh the following season uh it was nico rosberg sorry so yeah 2015 2014 and then nico rosberg at 2016 won um and yeah uh but so i was so i was able to watch mercedes versus Ferrari, which was a massive, massive battle for the championships, for both championships. But um, Mercedes' constructor points, they were never at jeopardy against Ferrari, right? Now they're 30 points behind, and this is, this is I think, the most that they've ever... Um, yeah, this is the most they've ever followed uh, in the constructors. Uh, and so, in that turbo hybrid era. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. This is this feels weird. This was, feels weird to me, Wes. So, what do you think? It's not the end of Mercedes. It's the end of their mechanics, and it's the end of the Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because if I if I were if I were managing that team, I would have a meeting with those mechanics at the end of the season and tell them, go, go find another racing team or, go work at a local uh, mechanic shop because it's not going to be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, wow. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, of course. It, yeah, it, it's very frustrating. Um, to to kind of same with same with Valtteri. Go find another F one team because it's not going to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, it's, it's you. You would be you would be a hard boss to 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 uh to race, like not hard boss to race for, but you would be very stern. Uh, but God damn it, I want to win. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. You think? You think? Do you think? Uh, well, I mean, towards the end of this particular athlete's career, yeah. But I mean, granted, in an ideal situation, Bill Belichick would have wanted to surround Tom Brady with whatever he needed to yeah. succeed yeah right same with maybe i guess for our international audiences like real madrid and barcelona they'd want to they'd want to surround their guy with whatever talent they had yeah uh, of course you know if if your teammates can't help you then guess what eventually eventually that um magic or luster is gonna fade off a little bit yeah, yeah, you know, uh, like, I agree with you uh, halfway there. Um, I do think that a lot of the blame 
um, is on Valtteri Bottas. I think Bottas is kind of on this, um, he's kind of on this funk where um, I don't think he cares what the team thinks about him anymore. Um, I think he he's starting to get that um, pushback from management, especially Toto, right? When um, Toto kind of blamed uh, Bottas for the, the pit stop where in Monaco where um, <laughs> the, the wheel nut uh, was pretty much they couldn't take it off and so he was stuck in the pits forever for the longest pit pit stop recorded in F1 history I think uh, but yeah he pretty much blamed uh, Bottas saying that you know he, he didn't stop on the the point where he should stop. And so I think this is where like the relationship starting to deteriorate between him and uh, Toto Wolf and, uh, and Valtteri Bottas. But yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it seems like Bottas doesn't, he's not really motivated to, to show up and do his best for the team and get the most points. Here, here's what I would do. Uh, if I was going to be the stern boss, I, I would, be on the call. I would be on the phone with Williams at this very moment. I I'm calling Williams and I'm telling you know I'm I'm probably on the phone with Russell as well. Like, look, like we need a second driver that can actually score points. You know, he could be there. I'm pretty sure Russell would also do it. He would love to do it. He would kind of be the the gunner for um for Lewis. And that's all we need at this very moment because at the moment, Bottas is nowhere to be found. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's just my that's just my thoughts on the situation. Uh, yeah, we could do a mass trade too. Why don't we just swap pit crews as well? God damn it. <laughs> like, or I don't know, pay some kind of... I don't know, cover cover the kids' tuition of all the Red Bull pit crew and be like, all right, come here. <laughs> that I mean, we'll, we'll pay for your we'll pay for your kids' engineering school or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that Red Bull pit crew has is incredible. They they're pulling out one point eight stops regularly. Um and so I remember when Red Bull sucked at pit stops. That were that was one of their weakest uh points. Uh that was like in two thousand six, two thousand ten. Someone like that. They were, they were horrible. And I remember when Williams was the, the best um, pit crew. They were pretty much setting fast laps. That's what they called it back then. DHL, fast lap, fast pit stops or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I hear you, Wes. It's not the end. I think yeah. uh, when we go to Paul Ricard, we're going to see some another chess match, yeah. really. No, keep keep I mean, in mind, guys, for... Like you know, this is what, the seventh race? That's going to come up on the 22-23 scheduled races for the season. Yeah, and on top yeah. of that, on top of that, um, Max didn't finish. at least from a from a driver's standings, it's still the same because nobody gained anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's very rare to see the, the two top dogs gain zero points, yeah. both of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I am. And that, that's yeah. probably the only time we're going to see that this season. Yeah, I'm not too worried about the drivers. Uh, I don't think Lewis and Max, they're, they're going to find ways to equal each other throughout the season. Um, what I am worried about is Valtteri Bottas. I don't, he's supposed to be there fighting against Sergio Perez. And I picked him 
I thought no. I remember we 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 created um our predictions prior to the season starting, and I predicted that Red Bull were gonna take the constructors, but Lewis is gonna take the drivers. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, I, I might I might be pretty good at uh, predicting these things, but uh, we will see. We will see. Any more to add, Wes? No, I'm good here. All right, cool, cool, cool. And yeah, so that's pretty much our show for tonight, guys. Um, we will be back in two weeks. Yes, we will be back in two weeks for the to cover the French Grand Prix. Um, until then, stay tuned because uh, No Decision, a fresh episode of No Decision, is coming up, and we will cover some fights that happened this weekend. Some interesting fights. That happened, and pretty much uh, the landscape of boxing as it ships. Thank you guys for listening.